This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Now, our Hamilton listeners have heard this on the traffic updates through the morning, but we just we can't not talk about it. This is what's going on in Burlington right now. All of the major highways around the Hamilton area very heavy right now with volume in the usual spots. No incidents are being reported, though. However, in the Burlington area, avoid Guelph Line north of Dundas. It's totally shut down because of a collision involving a truck that lost a load of 5 million bees. So trust me, diverting from this area will sting a whole lot less. <laughs> I like the pun first off, sting. <laughs> but 5 million bees? Seems like a lot of bees, no? Am I like... I'd say a hundred bees seems yeah. like a lot of bees, but I guess it's subjective. It sounds like something a guy on the side of the road, he's like, there must have been five million bees out there. But the legitimately five million bees. The Burlington police have tweeted this out with a picture. Guelph line, north of Dundas, officers dealing with a load of five million bees falling off a truck onto the roadway. I was... Picture, I thought there would be a, a uh, an accident where the truck would have turned over or something like that, but it doesn't appear to have happened. It, they have fallen off the truck. Hmm. So, do you not so strap the, down the, 5 million bees? Are the bees still contained? Some of them look like, I, I can't see because it's a low-resolution photo, but some of them look like, unfortunately, they had died on the side of the road Okay. the impact of falling off. But, I mean, the rest of them, unless they, do they doze them with, like, smoke or something like that before they transport them? Are they actively buzzing while they're being transported? I what don't know. What are they in boxes with like yeah, honeycombs? Like, have you seen like the boxes like at a... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it looks like that and it looks like they're on pallets of some sort. The pallets have fallen off as well. How much honey is... I mean, that's... It's a lot, lot of honey. It's a lot of honey. That's how they make it's it. a lot of lost honey. And where do you transport five million bees to exactly? This is all. This is the first news story I've ever heard like this before. I have. I've been driving down the road before, and I've seen trucks, and I've been like, "Oh, I got to be careful around this truck. It looks like it's full of gasoline or propane or big lumber on the bag." But I've never had the uh, concern that, "Oh, I better be careful around this truck. It might be full of five million bees." <laughs> Careful if you're driving a convertible to work on this beautiful morning. (laughs) Through Burlington. What is that weird smog up ahead? (laughs) And you're allergic to bees? You have five million bees coming right at you? Just give yourself the EpiPen now. Yeah. (laughs) Preemptive strike. (laughs) Good luck. Do they even try to catch the bees? How do you? We've had more bees. I don't know if it's just the time of year, but I feel like the bees in our backyard are already bad. We didn't need this. <laughs> I've, heard, I've heard people complaining about patios. Yeah, being yeah, filled with pat- bees. Yeah. There's a lot of bees out there already, and now we got a five million added to the mix. <laughs> I mean, I like that they're, we're always worried about the bee population. I'm glad there's five million bees oh, somewhere. Be five some, million less now. There's going to be some pollination going on <laughs> this weekend. Uh, do you think the bees, uh, when they escaped, they formed into like a middle finger and like yeah. flipped off the driver of the truck before they <laughs> flew off into the woods. Totally. We're free. <laughs> <laughs> See you later, sucker. <laughs> so uh, an accident involving a truck that was carrying 5 million bees. Yes, bees. Yes, 5 million. <laughs> Yes, accident. Uh, Burlington, Ontario, Guelph Line, and Dundas shut down because of the bees. Uh, We've got a call here. Go ahead. You're on with Taz and Jim. Um, Yeah, about your uh, bee story. Yeah. Um, I live out in the country. Yeah. 
I've been listening to Taz and you guys for a long time. Yeah, um, trust me, uh, if you ever get uh, chased by a swarm of bees, yep. uh, jump into a pond. Yeah? Okay. I feel like I, that, that'd be a good move, yeah. Yeah, water yeah, is your best bet. And let the, or duck down and let the bees fly over top of you. Uh-huh. Uh, so get low to the ground or jump, jump in a pond. You. I would also hide uh, in the no, mud like Predator. Uh, I've been chased and I got stung over 100 times. Jeez, man. Was that yesterday? No, um, I was sitting out, out back in my garden. Oh boy. oh, boy. Did you go into, like, a sh- shock or something like that, or did it just... No, uh, me and my girlfriend, we were sitting all back, and there was a black cloud. It and you didn't know like what a, it was. And it was my a, truck. It, That's it, my bird. It was a swarm of yeah, bees coming at you. it was a swarm. You. It was a black cloud. Oh, my goodness. And it comes like a train. Hmm. Ugh. It doesn't come like a... It, it swarms. Okay. Well, we got some good advice from someone who's lived it. For anyone uh, in Burlington. No, my grandfather used to have bees in his basement. Honeybees. Okay. And, uh, yeah, they weren't fun. All right. Well, we appreciate you listening. No, always. And I'm listening to you guys right, out now, right now while I'm willing. Awesome. Love you, buddy. Have a good yeah, day. Yeah, respect, eh? And I want you to say hi to my mom, please. What's your name? Mom, here. Uh, this is Taz and Jim from FM Night. Oh, you want us to actually say hi oh. to your mom, like, on the phone? Yeah, please. Okay, put her on, on. sure. Yeah, get mom go on. to the... work, and okay. she's getting her uh, cataract done. Okay, put her on. <laughs> Hello? Hey, Mama hi, Mom. Bear. How are you? Oh, I'm good. We, <laughs> sounds like you got a real uh, Dr. Doolittle's Emporium over there with all the animals in the background. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, thank you for uh, listening, and you have a great day at work. Okay, Mom? Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay, bye. Well, that was something. Met the whole fam. <laughs> yeah. The bird, and Sonny, and the mom. A- anyone else? You got any... Uh... <laughs> Got a donkey back there? Any cousins or anyone you want us to talk to? This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Creeper alert. A hidden camera was found in a bedroom of an Airbnb in London, Ontario. No. Yep. This is a Global News article, globalnews.ca. Voyeurism charge has been laid. Um, Police were contacted after a couple in an Airbnb on Blackacres Boulevard in London, Ontario, noticed a hidden camera in the bedroom July 15th. I'm trying to see if it says in this article where the camera was hidden. Because there was that uh, case not long ago where the group of girls are like on a bachelorette party and they found in the bathroom a little hidden camera in the electrical outlet in the bathroom, right? Yeah, yeah. I've seen them in uh, alarm clocks as well. They'll put like a bedside alarm clock. Smoke detectors. Yeah, that's another one. Dude, I was at a uh, Airbnb recently, and I, uh, we, me and my wife were talking about it. We're like, "Do you think there's a camera in here? Because it's something in the back of your mind anytime you yeah. go to one of these places now, even hotel rooms." Ah, uh, what was the documentary I saw a while ago on uh, on voyeurism? And there was a guy. A documentary, okay. <laughs> no, no, it was it was this creepy story about this guy who ran a hotel. 
and he actually had built this was before like cameras were small enough as back in like the 70s or early 80s so cameras weren't as easy to hide back then yeah. and he built like uh, a catwalk over top of all the rooms and would lie there and look through a hole in the ceiling and watch what was going on. He might as well just have a painting of somebody's portraits and bust and just be the (laughs) eyeballs in it moving around. That's how you used to have to do it. You'd have an old... An well, old Scooby Doo yeah. painting. Yeah, that was your great great grandfather. <laughs> Did those eyes just move? <laughs> nope. It's scary, uh, man. It's, yeah, it's not funny. It. Uh, they're looking for more uh, victims because they don't know how long the camera was there. They obviously have arrested the guy, so maybe they've had uh, video evidence uh, that they have found of other people who have been watched in uh. this Airbnb. Well, what a creep. A 41-year-old London man has been charged with one count of voyeurism. If these charges are true, if he's found guilty, yeah, creep city. This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Yesterday we were talking about labor, jobs. Wouldn't it be nice to have so much money that you didn't have to work? And if you chose to work, Mm -hmm. you could pick any profession you wanted. Like Blake Bortles, former NFLer. He's retired now. He's building a new house, and he's been watching the construction guys build his house, and he's so bored, he asked if he could join the construction crew <laughs> and help out. I wonder if he's getting paid for it. I consider the same thing, because my buddy is going to do my fence, a wooden fence around my property, and he runs a, a deck and fence company. And I was like, I should ask him if he wants to hire me on for the duration of yeah. this project. But then I thought, if he pays me, he's just going to add that to the bill <laughs> the, for the extra you know employee. I mean? So, like, why even bother getting well, paid? Well, ask if you can get a discount if you help. Sometimes they don't want that, though. They don't. They they don't want the homeowner looking over their shoulder right. every little tiny. Are thing. you sure we That's should be worst. doing it this way? Yeah, yeah. You think you Maybe think Bortles this is, right? is a team player? Who knows? Uh, Bortles has talked in the past about his dream being construction work. If he wasn't playing in the NFL, what would you do if you weren't playing football? If I wasn't playing football. Um, Working construction, ripping cigs. <laughs> ripping cigs. Ripping cigs. <laughs> we asked on the Taz and Jim Facebook page if you had more money than you needed for the rest of your life and you could choose to work any job you wanted to stay busy, what would it be? A lot of interesting ones here. I'll go through them quick. Travis says, Beer League hockey ref. <laughs> Ryan says, Gym teacher. I get paid to play sports all day long. Sarah says animal shelter. Kevin says breast milk sampler. I'm going to report this guy to the authorities. Marianne says <laughs> poet or writer. Okay. Um, here's a sweet one. Angela says not necessarily a paying job, but I would love to volunteer at the neonatal unit and snuggle the babies when mom and dad need a break or some sleep. Baby snuggler. Yeah, that'd be nice. Uh, Jory says uh, I'd be buying up all my favorite cars, like 60s to 70s muscles and supercars, and become the best Uber driver. <laughs> that would be sick. <laughs> a guy throws up at a challenger. Yeah. <laughs> it'd be tough it'd, it'd be tough if you're in a Lamborghini or something though and like two people wanted to ride yeah yeah uh, Kev says a ranger at a golf course or a water taxi I think a ranger at a golf course is a lot of people's dream retirement job for sure Sean says running a dump truck right on 
Um, I also have a dream. I'm working at the dump in my retirement. It would be cool to crush stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Robert says, working at a cannabis store. And uh, here's one I never thought about, but uh, Sean Nicholson says, I take a year off and see how far I could get by walking like Forrest Gump, but then I'd love to be a driving range attendant for the rest of my life. <laughs> Just out there picking up the balls yeah. in, that, in that tractor? Not even a marshal at a golf course. The driving range attendant. <laughs> The moving target, that as would be some people refer to them as. Devin Peacock is our sports guy. He joins us here. A lot of fantasy football drafts going on right now. So, Dev, let's uh, get your picks for the big positions on a fantasy team here. We are officially a week out from the NFL starting regular season play next Thursday. So I've got obvious picks and I've got some some sleeper picks. I mean, the obvious picks kind of speak for themselves. Uh, so at quarterback, Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. yeah Josh Allen. I yeah. mean, those are, those, are no, those are no-brainers. Kenny Pickett, though, uh, quarterback for the uh, Pittsburgh uh, Steelers. I kind of like. Uh, they've added some pieces around him. I don't think the Steelers will be as bad as last year. He's a second-year guy. I think he could be a good value uh, pick for you. A little sleeper there at the quarterback position. Let's move on to running back. Running back. Uh, he's not number one on the charts, but I like, really like Nick Chubb uh, from Cleveland. Just a fun name, too. <laughs> uh, but in terms of a sleeper, from your Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Rashad White. He's a second-year guy. Didn't have a great year last year, but sounds like he's going to be a three-down back for uh, the Bucks this year. Could really uh, could get some some points for you. Wide receivers. Uh, Justin Jefferson is an obvious. He could even crack 2,000 yards uh, this year, so he's one of the obvious ones. I have two sleepers, though, because uh, I couldn't decide. One is Calvin Ridley, who uh, did not play last year. He was suspended from the league for, uh, for gambling and betting, so he was traded from Atlanta to Jacksonville. Previously, previously he had 1,300 yards. So you put him with Trevor Lawrence. I think he could be a nice bounce-back story. Also, out of Kansas City, there's a rookie, Rashad R- Rasheed Rice. You put him with Patrick Mahomes. Any relation? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. To Ray Jerry? No. No. Okay. <laughs> um, but you put him with Patrick Mahomes, he's going to put up some some yards and some points. Okay. What Tight end. Next? Tight end. Uh, easy. Uh, Travis Kelsey, same reason. Yeah. I mean, you were playing with Mahomes. Mm-hmm. But also, my sleeper, and this I'm a bit biased for this guy. Uh, the Bills drafted him, Dalton Kincaid. His first off is a great nickname, uh, name. But also, I think he's going to get like a ton of touches playing with Josh Allen for checkdowns and stuff. Looks like he's, he's a product out of Utah, I believe. He's got great hands. I think he's going to put up some numbers. He's a rookie, so rookies don't typically go that high, but I'd like Dalton Kincaid. For kickers, uh, Justin Tucker, he's your obvious. But uh, Jake Moody is uh, the new guy out in San Francisco. Based on the way the 49ers play, I think he could get you some points. And then just for defense, uh, 49ers again. And they're not typically a sleeper in the past, but people are kind of sleeping on the Ravens this year. They're getting a little bit older at some positions. But when you look at the Ravens' uh, home schedule in particular, their schedule in general, they play some teams they should be able to shut down defensively, which will get you points. So I like the Ravens if you're going for defense special teams. Based on your picks, it sounds like uh, we could see another Kansas City Super Bowl win this year. 
I mean, you can't. Uh, uh, this the way they played last year. The way they've come on, I don't think you can count the Chiefs out. They're going to be favorites to win the Super Bowl for the next five years. Okay, you owe Dev some money if you end up winning your fantasy football with his picks. By the way, <laughs> mail it to him. What's your address, Dev? Home address. No worries. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. The Taz and Jim Podcast. What do you think of this? Athletes are going to be banned from ads for online gambling in Ontario. You see, if you watch any sporting event, you see at least 45 of these ads oh, yeah. during the games. Every second ad seems to be for a gambling website. Totally. Now. And you're like, there, how many are there? The Alcohol and Gaming Commission of Ontario said Tuesday that it's going to come into effect uh, this February. Athletes no longer allowed in ads marketing the uh, online gambling market. Standards have been also strengthened to restrict the use of celebrities who appeal to minors from Hmm. advertising gambling websites. I don't care about celebrities because like Aaron Aaron Paul from Breaking Bad's on a bunch of them. Yeah, yeah. I I just think the sports world is kind of hypocrites. I mean, we've got Pete Rose who can't go in the in the Hall of Fame for potentially cheating and gambling on on baseball, but then we have active athletes advertising gambling apps. So would you have a problem with Wayne Gretzky? Because he's in a bunch of commercials. I have a problem specifically with Wayne Gretzky doing it. I just feel like it's below him. Like, he has enough money. And, like, I've done a gambling ad, but I'm not a millionaire. You know what I mean? Like, like he's got all the money in the world. He's got the legacy. And I just don't think it's a great look for Wayne Gretzky to be doing them. But I don't think it should be illegal necessarily. But he's retired. So Connor McDavid. He's reti- so he doesn't have any active income? Is that what you're saying? No, I'm saying he's retired. Oh, okay. So I understand, like, letting a retired player maybe do yeah. ads compared to an active player who you could be watching a game that they're playing in, and then in the commercial break they come on and say, hey, team's doing pretty good out there, aren't <laughs> yeah. they? Want me to take a dive? Check out the old gambling <laughs> site see what the odds are. And I think Evander Kane... Like Connor McDavid, yeah. Yeah, Evander Kane recently got in trouble for gambling too. And, it, you know, it's... It's just not a good look for active players, for sure. Well, it's it's a pretty common thing, like for young people to bet on sports. It's become very normalized. It's so, very easy to do. Yeah. Now. So I don't think they're talking about the Aaron Pauls, but they don't want. I don't even know who's a young person. They don't want the. They're all YouTube stars. Yeah. <laughs> they don't want the um, Paw Patrol doing <laughs> online gambling. Ads. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean? Uh, you don't want to... They're trying to get the young people hooked. Yeah. It's the same as the cigarettes or alcohol ads. Like, you, you can't uh, sneakily try and sneakily target towards young people to get yeah. them addicted because it, it is an addictive practice. Yeah, but then aren't all the commercials going to seem kind of cool? Like, are we, is it going to come to a point where a gambling app ad can be, like, only like a cigarette package where it's the most bland thing ever that appeals right. to no one? P.K. Subban's dad is a big uh, uh, proponent of gambling ads, wants to get rid of them. Altogether? Yeah. Huh. He's He's been speaking up against this, says he doesn't think that there should be any gambling ads during sporting hmm. events. It is It is kind of contradictory to like what the, the leagues pretend they care about. You know, like, they, they do... Like, Ultimately, they care about money. I know. And, and Devin yeah, yeah. Peacock, our sports guy, anytime we talk about a decision that's being made and why it's being made, the answer 
always comes back to because it's going to make yeah. the leagues more money. And then, but then once you ban the gambling ads, well, then are the beer ads acceptable? Because that's a big thing too. This prob- probably ruins more lives than gambling. But I like gambling and I like beer. You know what I mean? So I I don't mind the ads. And they go together great, Boy, don't they, Jim? Not to my wallet, they don't. <laughs> but you can get yourself in big trouble if you're gambling and you you use up all your money. Then what are you gonna do? Can't afford beer anymore. Yeah, Yeah, I don't know, man. Well, it'll be interesting here because as of February in Ontario, say goodbye to Connor McDavid, Wayne Gretzky, and any other athletes on those gambling ads because it's not going to be allowed in this province anyways. I want to see you Time for sports. Devin Peacock is our sports guy. It looks like all the major leagues are teaming up to crack down, Dev. Yeah, if you watch sports on an illegal stream, uh, soon uh, they could be coming for you because uh, the NFL, the NBA, and UFC in particular are petitioning and calling for uh, laws to be rewritten so that illegal streams can be shut down quicker. The problem is right now, if you want to watch an out-of-market game and you can find that illegal stream, it takes too long for them to find it to shut it down by the time the game's over so you're already ahead so they want to locate them faster shut them down quicker because they say they're losing 28 billion dollars a year i i believe it i've seen a lot of uh, those little boxes what do they call them android box android box uh, there's another name for them but uh, people plug those things in they get everything yeah you they're know awesome <laughs> they are, they're pretty sweet uh but they are technically illegal right they're technically illegal but they're also talking about like websites specifically because there's all sorts of streams out there where you can if you want to watch you know a, a football game that's you know if you're a chiefs fan but you don't live near kansas city if you are and yeah, yeah. if you want the UFC in the Philippines... If You're you a soccer see, fan in North America. Yeah. That sort of deal. Those are the websites they really want to target. I mean, they want to get rid of all the illegal stuff, but the websites in particular are the ones they want to shut down because they're the ones that are giving them the most trouble. I would also imagine UFC in particular would want to crack down on the live streamers because it's a pay-per-view event. I don't know. I think it's 60 bucks per event, and that's 60 bucks right there one night out of their pocket if somebody's streaming it. My favorite thing is a guy who was, would go on Twitch and he would hold an Xbox controller and he'd have the UFC fight streaming in the back corner but it looked like he was playing the UFC video game so that was the one way that he got away with it but people are clever I mean I understand where they're coming from but I'd also say to the leagues like if you want people to pay for your product and pay a premium for it give them something good because how many people can complained last year about the NHL, the NHL package, if we wanted to watch it online. It's always glitching. It's always got problems. It's never right. And you are asked to pay more and more constantly, and the product is worse and worse. So, of course, people are going to steal it. So, yeah, I mean, people shouldn't be stealing it, but if you're trying to rip people off constantly, then I get it. I also kind of support it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You can't you can't support it, but you understand I it. I understand it. How much would it cost to sign up for the, the NHL package, the NFL package, the NBA package, if you were a sports fan? You're talking hundreds of dollars a month. Everything can't be a subscription, you know? And so if you're the NHL, the NBA, and UFC, all these leagues, I would be combining together, come, come up with your own sort of stream so that can be streamlined so that people aren't feeling that they have to find some other avenue to watch your product.
We were just talking with Devin Peacock about the major sporting leagues and the UFC teaming up to crack down on illegal broadcast streams of sporting events. And we mentioned those Android boxes that a ton of people have where they can stream whatever they want on their television sets. And we just got this text message. Hey, Taz and Jim, I hope you guys are wrong about them cracking down on illegal satellite apps. I haven't paid for a pay-per-view event for ages. Three crying emojis. (laughs) Yeah. It's nice, nice if you have it. <laughs> nice to not pay. Mm-hmm. Again, the only, the only technically I, illegal. Yeah, the only pay-per-views I don't feel bad ripping off, the Jake Paul fights. <laughs> <laughs> or the fights that end up lasting 30 seconds. Yeah, and you're yeah. like, thank God I didn't pay $60 sure. for that. Any Mike Tyson fights in his prime. Uh, we got Bob on the line. How you doing, Bob? I'm doing good this morning. You had uh, something you wanted to add to this conversation? Yeah, I mean, the IPTVs are great. Um, I've got one. I've set my friends up with a bunch of them. And, like, all these, the NHL, the NFL, NBA, they all make money off advertising. So why don't they increase that revenue source rather than pick on the small guys again? Yeah. So slap some uh, sponsors on the jerseys like they've been thinking about. I think I've paid from the, the, the all the corporations that it want to advertise. They're double they dipping. They're getting paid uh, yeah, they're, they're by us. Dipping. They're getting paid by the advertisers. It's it's true. The thought is, why not make it affordable for everybody and have more people actually subscribe? Because if I'm not mistaken, with those what are they called? IPTVs. Yeah. With those things, you need to pay a monthly fee to somebody, right? But it's like $10. Yeah, it's like $10. But people are willing to pay to get the content streamed into their homes. It's just, you know, I I canceled my cable years ago, and I don't miss it at all. We're just all streaming services now. But uh, I think when I canceled cable, I was paying close to $100, if not $120 for monthly cable with whatever package I had, and it just wasn't worth it anymore. That, and then you add in your uh, internet and uh, cell phone for yourself, and yeah. your wife, and possibly a kid. Your, your Rogers bill is $600 a month. Make it affordable for everybody. Go mm-hmm. go for quantity. More subscribers, right? If, if you made sure. it, even if you made it $30 and you got everything for $30, I'm sure the majority of people would rather do that than to, to go the illegal route for $10 or $12, whatever you're paying. I also kind of thought that maybe Rogers are actually the ones, and this is complete speculation. Yeah, I'm interested. Maybe they're the ones who are actually selling these IP TV boxes. You know what I mean? And they're they're selling the stream service themselves. Yeah, Yeah, they're selling it, and they're taking all that revenue, too, and just making people think they're getting away with a fast one when they're really just paying the cable companies anyways. And everybody's like, oh, I got you, cable companies. Uh, Take that, Rogers, but really? it's like Some guy with a cigar going, (laughs) It's the sneaky branch of Rogers? (laughs) It wouldn't be a bad move. And then anyone who's actually paying the full price for cables, just a sucker. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we kind of are already. It's crazy how expensive it is. The Taz and Jim Podcast. It's happened again. 
another climate protester has tried to ruin a painting at an art gallery, and this time it was in Canada. What an idiot. Self-described climate protest at the National Gallery of Canada in Ottawa. A man named Caleb Sudfeld has been arrested. He sat down after throwing paint on the work titled Northern River by landscape painter Tom Thompson and waited to get arrested. Tom Thompson, like he's one of the premier guys, mm-hmm. you know. He's he's featured in a tragically hip song. Wow. Can't get more Canadian than that. No. Thought this would be a good way to get attention. You know who must be really upset about this? Our pals Steve and Marty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Our best buds. You know our best friends, Steve and Marty? Yeah, yeah. Steve Martin and Martin Short. Mm-hmm. Star- who we, we, we occasionally talk art with. Stars of Only Murders in the Building. Yeah. Uh, we had them on the Taz and Jim show a while back, and we were just uh, we were just sitting back listening to the two of them argue about Tom Thompson. Who is the least talented in the group of seven? Well, Ooh, that's a good question. <laughs> I like that question. I, 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 I'm not, not going to go there. Rank them no. best to worst. Well, they, all, they all have. Well, then why did you once? To, why did you once say, to, Steve? Why did you once say to me, Tom Thompson? Tom Schmompson. What did that mean? <laughs> First, I want to tell you something, Mr. Marty Canadian. Tom Thompson yeah. is not. He's in the not group in the group of seven. of seven, Marty. He is not. There's is a that little. True? Yeah, that's true. That's, that's a little. True. You're in the order of Canada. I thought that was part of the test. No, I. I if he shouldn't have been, he, he. It's like no, no. They always say the group of seven and Tom Thompson. <laughs> a little bit before. Before them, seriously, it was a little bit before them, and the group of seven actually had some people leave and come back in, so it was an amorphous group. But its leader was certainly Lauren Harris. Did you like Franklin Carmichael? I did. I love him. David Milne, I don't believe, was in the group of seven. I'm not sure. It was A.Y. Jackson. It's Frank Johnson. Yes. It's Arthur Lismer. It's, it's yeah, yeah. Frederick you know, I have, I have a computer, too. <laughs> 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 well, you bastard. Let me just let me just uh say them off the top of my head. Uh, yeah. Frank Johnson, Arthur Lismer, Jay McDonald, Frederick Varley. But I'm the only one who remembers that Arthur the Lauren Harris Listen to this born one. in eighteen eighty five. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I'm right on Wikipedia. Two artists commonly associated with the group are Tom Thompson and Emily Carr, although they died before its official formation. <laughs> Good news for Steve and Marty. Uh, The Tom Thompson painting, Northern River, that the climate protester threw paint on. Uh, Two things. The guy used washable paint, which is supposed to be some sort of courtesy, I guess. Yeah, thanks, bud. Uh, The other is it was protected by, like, uh, a thin layer of... A glazed panel, they call good, it. Good. So there is a protective layer over top of the painting. It's uh, been taken down temporarily. The Gallery of Canada expects it to be back up hanging very soon. I'm, I'm all for protesting, but this has convinced zero. Like, this happens. The paint or, or whatever, chicken noodle soup thrown on these uh, paintings, it's convinced nobody to join your yeah, side what you it know really it's done? so stupid in fact i think we need to de-incentivize it like next time because everybody's sick of this next time somebody throws paint on a famous painting we throw a hundred tires on a tire fire 
So if it's a climate protest. If it's a climate protest, because you're wasting penalty. everybody's time, now we're going to waste your time even more and go against what you're what you're fighting against. I think Stephen Marty would agree. <laughs> this is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Did you hear about last Friday's game in Chicago? No. White Sox game? Uh, there was some gunshots that were heard. Mm-hmm. Initially, the reports were that the gunshots were coming from outside the stadium. But yesterday, ESPN claimed that the gunshots were from inside the stadium. According to the story, a woman had snuck a gun into uh, the stadium by hiding it in her fat rolls. (laughs) She got through security. Uh, There are people saying that the metal detectors went off. However, when they checked her, they couldn't find anything because the gun was tucked into the fat rolls. Since she accidentally swallowed a spoon? A 42-year-old woman got shot in the leg. 26-year-old woman a few seats away got grazed in the stomach. A 31-year-old woman got nicked in the back and then looked down and saw a bullet lying next to her. What? Yeah. Did ESP- she mean to shoot it or did she scratch her belly button? I, I don't think she did. I, the ESPN reporter claims one of the first two women who were shot brought the gun in and one of them had a stomach wound that looked like a cigar burn so if she had the gun in her fat roll they think that maybe the gun went off in there and then the muzzle flash is a cigar burn right came out of her belly and and uh and hit the other two women that is crazy by that point, ESPN suggests that maybe it was in her pocket, though. <laughs> what maybe, an insult if it's not, eh? How'd she, she get that it in there? Fat roll <laughs> what an assumption. It but it's hard. Like, honestly, White Sox, I went to Chicago for a bachelor party, and we were thinking, do we go to a White Sox game or do we go to a Cubs game? And everybody said, do not go to the White Sox game. It is in a very danger, dangerous neighborhood. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming the security there is is a lot tighter as well. Well, you would think, but the Chicago police are now facing some backlash because they allowed a gun to get into the stadium huh. and because they didn't stop the game when they realized there was multiple people that were shot in the stands. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There you go. I, I mean, she's going to ruin it for anyone who's trying to sneak mini bottles of alcohol into the game <laughs> in their fat rolls now, yeah, right? they're going to be double-checking. <laughs> they're going to get a little stick out. And yeah. What's in between here? Oh, that used to be the frat boy's pocket. <laughs> All the cracks and crevasses now, if you go see the White Sox play, are going to be prodded.